the whack. The smack of a hundred oak staffs colliding at the same time reverberated through the training pavilion. It was ear-splittingly loud, echoing off the round walls, as though the pavilion were a giant drum, and the warriors within it, living batons, all beating to the same fierce rhythm. Wren's muscles were on fire. Sand from the pit's floor whipped her cheeks as she danced and spun her bow with split-second precision, locked in formation with one of the Hana warriors. Wren's father had ordered her to monitor the drill, not participate in it, but Wren craved distraction. She needed to move, to fight, to feel the reassuring, body-shocking crack of a weapon meeting another. This she could do. This she could control. Hiya, kya. Her sparring partner yelled with each movement while Ren parried in silence. Sweat dripped from Ren's face. She didn't usually perspire so much when she fought, but she wasn't in her Sia state. Her magic keeping her cool, the same way normal shaman magic was warming. And it was hot in the pavilion. The circular wall was made of woven bamboo, and it trapped the midday heat. Light lanced in through the gaps, flickering over 100 focused faces. There had always been drills and battle practice. Katai Hano, Ren's father and leader of the Hanos, Ikara's most powerful paper clan, liked to keep his army prepared. But since war had been declared, there was an extra sense of urgency. An attack was imminent. What wasn't sure was who would strike the first blow, Katai or the king. Locked in rhythm with the soldier, Ren was fully absorbed in each swing of her staff, despite the pain of her month-old injury, or perhaps because of it. It roared in her lower back and hips, her own silent battle cry. The sensation was deep, more a weight than anything, as though her sacrum were made of steel instead of bone. Pain wasn't new to Ren. She'd been forged with it through her father's and Shifukane's training sessions from as early as she could remember. And though she was healed each time afterward quickly enough, magic didn't erase memories. And the memories associated with this pain were infinitely worse than the pain itself. They were memories of demon roars and blood on desert sands of what was left once the screams and sword clash faded to nothing, of a carpet of bodies, yet one even more terrible in its absence, Lei. Her name was the echo to Ren's every heartbeat. It was both bright and dark, both wonderful and unbearable, both Ren's strength and her deepest agony. It was why she couldn't stand by watching this afternoon's drill and not do something. Watching only reminded her how useless she'd been that night in the Johnese deserts a month ago, and she couldn't stand it. Her father and their doctors and shamans had ordered Ren to rest due to her injury. But rest and sleep were the last things Ren wanted. She knew who she'd find the moment she closed her eyes. And she knew the pain she'd feel once she woke to find the girl she was dreaming of, not there. Crammed in with 100 moving bodies, Ren licked the sweat from her lips and pushed her partner on, losing herself in the rush of her staff. As the warriors turned, switching into a new formation, 
Wren caught sight of a figure watching from the viewing gallery, where she herself should currently be. She had just enough time to register her father's disapproval before his shout rang out.